Anybody else, like, shocked by the lack of Bethesda bugs? Like, I don't... I haven't really encountered any noteworthy ones yet. It's been remarkably stable for me. I know other... I know your mileage may vary, because I've definitely seen, like, bug compilations about the game. But the only one, like, one of note I've found is, like, I got out of a spaceship and it spawned me, like, underneath the spaceship. But I could still, like, wiggle my way out of there. That was really the only major one so far. Yeah, it's called digging. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, dig the... Yeah, the only one I've really encountered was one time I got, like, I fast-traveled into my ship, and my companion was, like, fused into the space in front of me. So if I was in first person, I couldn't see a fucking thing. That's so hilarious. Really when I went to third person, it was fine. Upon the game. Really, that's just flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say at that point that was just like yeah, if that's like the only noteworthy bug I've experienced in a Bethesda game during like its launch period, that's pretty remarkable, especially for the odd just sheer fucking size of that game. Now there is a bug I've encountered where there seems to be like this whole quote unquote outpost system that doesn't really seem <laughs> to do anything. So I'm not really sure why it's there, but oh well. Yeah, it's small bugs. I think you can. I keep putting down <laughs> shit, and they keep giving me things, and that's the outpost, baby. <laughs> I, d- I have yet to even attempt to touch that. I hated the settlement stuff in Fallout Four. I was really bad at it, so I'm just like, I don't even. Well, don't worry. I know I'm there's just no reason it. to interact with it. Hey, <laughs> I think that's better than the Fallout Four, which is you have to play this part of the game. That's true. Probably. At no point has the game stopped me and been like, "You got to do this." Like you got to, you got to is... do this. On my ship, I've got like 2,000 weight of various materials that I'll never end up using. This is your fault. This is just your fault. Yeah, You're but, doing I need, but I need some of it for the weapon mods. <laughs> you can just it's mark true. which it's ones true. you need for weapons mods. You can get rid Fuck of the rest. You. The world's easy. <laughs> Go to hell. The world is yours, Scar. I love, I love, oh, it's so difficult. Oh, you can just get rid of it. I can't just get rid of it. Well, I can't just I do get, that. I might need There's it. There's not a vendor, right, when I land my ship in any area. You know the vendor doesn't have money. Yeah, he I does. Get, There's a little kiosk next my, to him. my spaceship skill up so I can fly bigger ships. I max that shit out. Maybe I'm flying the biggest ships only. <laughs> <laughs> I have been seeing, like, because people modded to get rid of, like, build restrictions on the spaceships and just seeing some of the monstrosities people have created with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are getting real Incredible. weird ships. Yeah. So somebody made the magic school bus bus. <laughs> also, somebody made a joke about how they're like, I, I just saw an article that was just how Bethesda finally puts proper ladders in a video game, so of course everyone is trying to avoid them. Just yeah, talking about, suck. like, how... They're just very slow. They're slow, and that's the whole point of the boost pack I've got. Yeah, I don't know true. why I have. Yeah. I don't know why I have to put a skill point into it to use it, but I did it. I I just picked the bounty hunter background, and that gave me a skill point in it. Right ah, the see, game. I went with I, I went like, with the one that gave you bonus to melee, and then I did this for did that for a bit. Like, wow, melee sucks in this game, and I never touched it again. Yeah, I put all my points into gun. 
<laughs> shotgun specifically because I found a coachman very early on with the perk that makes it so that like each consecutive hit does more damage. Mm-hmm. So I just like get right up on him. I hit him once and that does a decent chunk of damage. And then the second one will just erase them. Yeah, the shotguns just kind of rip ass. Been really yeah, enjoying them. Especially with the uh, with the boost pack stuff, being able to just like maneuver around like crazy makes it very fun. <laughs> ah, now I'm over it's just here. like now I'm over here. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I just like thread a needle. I'm traveling past an enemy at like forty miles an hour, and then just for the split second I'm next to them, I erase them from existence <laughs> with the coachman. Great time. I uh, lost all my weapons recently, so now I just have the mining laser again. And let me tell you, that thing took down a level 40 enemy in about three seconds, so the mining laser is starting to be my go-to just everything weapon. Shit, I guess I should just go back to the mining laser. I have a special, I have maxed out the laser weapons, I was like, fuck it, we're going full laser build, because I don't ever use lasers in space games. And it has a chance, it goes like, it's like, oh, this is a chance to proc, burn someone to death ability. Um, (laughs) it, It appears that that just stacks. I imagine so. that it it phrases it exactly like that. Yeah, it just goes, it'll light them on fire. And I think that lighting you on fire is like a stackable thing, and the laser beam does not stop shooting until it runs out of laser. I see, I got a Grendel that had a chance to light somebody on fire, but it because that thing shoots so fast and has such a big magazine, it just always happens. Because I'm just mm-hmm. like, all right, and he's on fire. <laughs> But we're not a Starfield podcast, isn't that right, Zach? You're right. Hello, everyone. We're a Star Trek podcast. Yeah, yeah, the superior Star franchise. Looking at you, Star Wars. Pick up your shit. <laughs> Though, if you okay. want to watch a, if you want to listen to a podcast about Star Wars, unlimited content by Jack Ford and his brother. Great podcast. We're not doing plugs yet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 45 <laughs> of the World's Strongest Podcast, Kai. The final chapters. I'm your host, Zach. These are my co-hosts, Chase. Yep, that's I. And Thomas. Howdy ho. And today we're talking about DBZ Kai episodes 114, 115, and 116. Uh, getting into the summaries. Episode 114. Terrifying secret of the Majin. The mastermind revealed. The Z fighters take off after Shin and Kabito. On the way, they fill them in on the history of Bibbidi, Bobbidi, and the evil Majin Buu. And if they don't succeed, Majin Buu will be resurrected and lay waste to the world. First of all, how Episode- fucking dare Toriyama make his magic use, make his arc about magic have the villains be Bibbidi, Bobbidi, and Boo? You know what the worst part is? Like, I watched this shit as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I watched all of Dragon Ball Z as a kid. And it did not click for me until I was in college describing <laughs> the Boo arc to someone else that that's what he did. Somehow that I was just like, oh, they just have funky names. And then I, I was saying, I think I said it in that order to somebody. I was like, well, you got Bibbity, who is the dad of Bobbity, who resurrects. Bo- oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, this should have clicked. Yeah, this should have clicked substantially earlier. But like, for whatever reason, I was in my like 20s when this finally, like, actually clicked for me. <laughs> But anyway, average, average, average liberal in college brain. <laughs> <laughs> the nefarious, oh, episode 115. The nefarious wizard Bobbity and the demon king Deburra's trap. Bobbity and Deburra receive the energy from Spopovich and Yamu before executing them. The evil duo decide to lead the Z-Warriors into a trap inside the ship, in particular knowing they can use their energy from Goku, Vegeta, and, oh, sorry, 
knowing in particular that they could use the energy from Goku, Vegeta, and Gohan to resurrect Boo quicker. Dabura kills Kibito and turns Krillin and Piccolo... I'm going to put kills in air quotes... And turns Krillin and Piccolo to stone before retreating into the ship, with the Saiyans and Shen following. Inside, Vegeta is up against their first challenger. Pui well, Kibito is dead. Kibito is dead. We just got Dragon Balls later for this. No, he he. I'm almost certain they just reveal he survived somehow. No, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure... There, there's not even a corpse. I'm pretty sure they literally do the um after v- Vegeta explodes himself later spoilers he he pops they just re- resurrect everyone who was killed by everyone who was good that was killed that day I believe is like the thing they say and no so they do back. that but they don't do that until like after Boo blows up the Earth that's where they do one before that but okay we'll see I'm we'll gonna say I'm, right. I'm pretty just, sure they're just, just like. I'm pretty sure they just are like, hey, Kibito used instantaneous movement to get away, which is different than instant transmission, by the way, in case you were wondering. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> but really, the only difference is that you don't have to have a key signature to lock onto. You can just go somewhere. Yeah, you can just be built If you different. know where you're going. Yeah. But we'll we'll see how they explain it later. Um, episode 116. Don't sell Super Saiyan short. Vegeta and Goku's full bore power. Uh, Vegeta makes quick work of Pui Pui, even after Bobbity takes them to Pui Pui's home planet. Next up is Goku, and he's gonna fight Yakon. But Goku hardly breaks a sweat. As Bobbity confirms, the Saiyans are far stronger than anyone else ever anticipated them to be, and no energy has been absorbed to be sent back to Boo at all. <laughs> because they have to get damage, but we'll, we'll get yeah, into that. Yeah, somebody's gotta anyway. land a fucking punch, but nobody can. Yeah. On to episode 114, which, uh, this is basically just an exposition episode. Mm-hmm. Um, which, to be fair, they've got a lot of sh- a ground to cover, just a lot of shit to set up that has not been set up before yeah. now. As much as I enjoyed the faffing around with, uh, with the great Saiyaman and the, tur- and the tournament so far, we've got a lot of catching up to do now that the plot's here. Yeah. I do love that this opens, everyone's, like, freaking out in the stands, but it's also, like, Sharpna and Erasa are more freaked out that Videl is just fine now than that Gohan got jumped by As by they should people. be. To be fair, yeah, they're all going through the, like, classic Dragon Ball people having their entire fucking world destroyed by everyone. Um... But yeah, I do love Erasa being like, pinch me, I must be dreaming. And then Sharpna actually pinches her. Ow, dick. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? It's like, you literally asked. (laughs) Uh, This is what you wanted. Yeah. But then this is when they're like, well, I guess we should probably go follow Shen, the Z-Warriors are, while Kibito is like stopping to heal Gohan. Um, And Goku is just like, uh, let's go. Vegeta's like, no, I want to fight you, Kakarot. And he's like, well, I'm leaving, <laughs> but so. But we can fight later. You're going to be dead tomorrow. What good does later do me? Well, you can always kill yourself and come see me in other world. Oh! He does basically throw that out as a concept. Um, 
so based, Goku based, yes, based. leaves, <laughs> continuing his trend of leaving his son in the care of tall, otherworldly people while he goes and does something else. <laughs> I do love there's a quick little exchange. Krillin's like, I'm going to go with him. And 18's like, cool, you save the world. I'll be the breadwinner. Well, yeah, because Krillin <laughs> runs off to go tell his wife that, hey, I'm leaving. I'll be I'll be back. And Goku's like, well, why would you do that? Mm. Just doesn't get it. Yeah. Kibito also decides to heal Gohan in front of everybody instead of, like, taking him backstage. Again, freaking care. everyone out. Yeah. He does, though, however, be like, holy shit, this guy had a lot of key. This is gonna really, like, take it out of me to try and revive him. <laughs> Which really oh, immediately... Oh, man, did I fuck up? Yeah. It really immediately starts to tell you, like, hey, the Kais are, like, they're not that strong in comparison to our cast. I know... Piccolo freaked out earlier, but like, they're they're not that that buff. Piccolo freaked to the out. Saiyans. I'll say it. Piccolo is probably stronger. Yeah, I'll I'll say yeah. it. Piccolo could take Shin in a fight. Piccolo could most likely take Shin and could definitely wreck Kabito. <laughs> uh, he just has too much respect. Yeah, but this is when we officially have the everyone fucks off from the tournament. Um. With Videl in tow with Gohan, as Gohan, Kibito, and Videl all fly off. To which Mr. Satan's like, I don't care that he healed my daughter, but he better not fuck my daughter, <laughs> as they fly off. Well, yeah, because he refers to it as magical bean voodoo. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't need your magical bean voodoo, is a great, like, ah, love it. <laughs> um... I do also love Gohan's, like, or Videl's like, I want to come with. Gohan shows some hesitation. He, she's just like, you know I'm just going to come anyway if you say no. And he's like, yes, yes, let Videl yeah. tag along. Yes, yes. And then Videl flies off with him, which Mr. Satan's like, wait, since when can my daughter fly? <laughs> Cut away. <laughs> Although Sharpna and Erasa jump on, and their friend all jump on the smoke and mirrors, uh train really fast yeah everyone yeah. has somehow been gaslit into believing smoke and mirrors exist when mr persuasive man on earth apparently because i feel like the world should remember that like king piccolo held out his hand and turned town into glass or the so saiyans and the so and cell. cell so did piccolo so did the saiyans like is is Mr. So did they just a few like, minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. No, Cell like pre-hooked up like some nuclear like fucking devices to blow stuff up and then waved his hand at it. Well, you see, the thing is that the cells ba that Cell is basically just the goddamn Joker setting up all sorts of fun Baby. little traps that he might end up using later, but really just wants to have fun with it. Yeah. Years later, someone will come across an unexploded Cell mine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be a cell generator uh, set up as a fun little treat. Yeah. But yeah, this is when they all fly off. Um, and, like, we see that the tournament has just been broadcasting, like, a static picture of Mr. Satan's face to everybody because all the cameras got blown up. <laughs> um, as the sea warriors, like, buzz the streets below by flying by it, like, supersonic speeds which like y'all could have flown higher y'all chose to do this um <laughs> and then this is when shen as they catch up with shen they start the expositional onslaught of shen explaining one that there's a wizard which the Piccolo seems wizard. to have a hard time with yeah 
to they start first they start talking about Bibbity, who made Boo. And they're like, yeah, he made Boo and just went around blowing up planets, both inhabited and uninhabited, for whatever reason. Shits yeah, this, and this giggles, man, it seems like. We have now truly entered the Joker phase of the Dragon Ball uh, Z villains. villains yeah. Yeah, that like Cell wants to prove that he's the best, he's as strong as he wants to be, have a great fight, and he's very vain and arrogant, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Freezes a just super racist. Mm-hmm. Um, and wants to rule everything. And wants to rule everything. Uh, the wizard is evil. Just here and, for a not here for a long time, but here for a good time. Yeah, the wizard is evil and hates people. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is odd that we've had. I'm not going to say that they had complex motivations, but they had greater motivations than just I'm evil and want to destroy everything. <laughs> now, again, we, had, like, w- there might be a better reason coming. I actually don't remember if there is or not. Truly, this hmm. is a I don't know well, if like um, we get the like, oh, your Kai's killed my I think it's like your, the Kai's killed my father. Yeah, because that's that's Bobbity, which is the one we have yeah. now. But his dad's reasoning yeah. seems to be purely just the vibes are off. Yeah, the the no the vibes. I'm gonna create the worst vibes. Like he sniffed <laughs> the air and said, "I can make it worse." That's it. Everything's yeah. gotta die. Also, an important uh important dubism here that they stuck with in Kai and whatnot. Uh, allegedly, and I've read this before. I obviously don't know the original Japanese. Like I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> but allegedly, Bobbity is established as a clone in the original and then in this they call him his father which i guess technically he'd still kind of be his dad but it's like hmm. a a weird but it's like a piccolo semantic thing, thing. yeah it, it's hmm. a weird semantic thing that they never really i don't know why they decided to make this change maybe it's just the word translated like could be either one so they just assumed dad maybe i i don't know but this is like a dubism that he's called his son instead of his clone i'll i'll say why because the clone part would be much more stupid i feel like they probably did it because they're like this is close enough and maybe it gives him more of a motivation to be like these people killed my father so i want to get vengeance instead of i am a clone and i must carry on his work his work just being destroy planets because lol yeah they just (laughs) they watched the princess bride really into it Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this is just a, a a weird like localization thing that has stuck with it. Um, not that I'm like it's not necessarily bad, and like I said, it does kind of add like okay, Bobbity is like you know avenging his father. That gives him a little bit more motivation. But uh, I don't know if that's the reason. I have not seen why they made that change. I just know that that is a change. Anyway, uh, they go back to talking. He explains that, uh, Shen explains that there were four other Supreme Kais. Like, he Mm -hmm. is the Grand Supreme Kai, the Kai that rules all the Kais. But there was, like, a North Supreme Kai, South Supreme... Like, there are Kais. There are now Supreme Kais of each direction. Why? Well, well, okay. Shen was not the Grand Supreme Kai before these Kais died, which I think they'll establish more clearly later. He was one of the directions <laughs> of the Grand Supreme Kai. The entire got hierarchy is riddled with middle managers. Because you've got the boss, I, and then you've got mm, the, the underlings, which are the Supreme, the North, South, East, and West Kais, and then 
underneath them, uh, they answers exactly one person, which is the King Kai of whatever direction. All I'm yeah. saying is this is a great way to show that capitalism is divinely ordained to be upon the world because it's just middle managers the whole way down. <laughs> it is like on, stacked on the back. The world exists on the stacked on top of the back of cosmic middle managers. I feel like if you asked Toriyama why he did this, he would say because it's funny. <laughs> Dude, he probably was just like straight up like there's got to be he's like he has well, it my doesn't brain. make sense if there's just the one. He has my brain where he's like, fuck, there's got to be a bigger God, right? <laughs> and it isn't until like 30 years later we get the end game God. The biggest God. Yeah. yeah. Which is Wait, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, we technically have well the end game God of each universe and then the end game God of the multiverse. Yeah, he, yeah we, and we're not, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, we don't even know if Zeno's really the end of all this bullshit. Could be. He is for At now, point, until they decide I've, they need somebody stronger once Goku catches up. I feel like, well, they've done a good job so far of, like, Goku and Vegeta, even as strong as they are now, have not caught up to Beerus and Whis. So, I'm like, they still have a, a ways to go. Yeah, there's still just, a uh, old, there's also just a whole different freaking category of divine beings that they haven't even encountered yet. Because these divine beings, chumps, the secondary Suck. divine beings who are going to appear, will kill them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Kai's bitch-ass. That's just what they are. Worthless. I don't know why Torama made them such bitch-ass, but they are. They're just bitch-ass. Beerus, fucking kill you. <laughs> well, I feel like, yeah. he. I don't know why he does it here. I feel like he does something more interesting with that concept in Super when we get to Goku Black, where it's like, Zamasu's like motivation that will drive him insane is the idea that like the Kai should have never created something stronger than themselves. Uh, and that that only guarantees that they cannot maintain like peace and prosperity if they're incapable of ruling over it, which I'm like, that's one of the more interesting like motivations and philosophies and character arcs that we have for an antagonist in Dragon Ball. Yeah, but he's also um, stupid because man invented the forklift, and I don't see the forklifts taking over anytime soon. They will. Just give mm. it time. Anyway. Yeah, have you ever thought about that? <laughs> what you if they you're did, right, but... I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'll yeah, see what error of my ways. Yeah, have you ever thought about what if, yeah. you fucking idiot? I you're right. You. The, the German but forklift yeah. safety video was a prophecy all along. Yeah, It really, you. truly was. But yeah, no, in this arc, it does, like, kind of take the wind out of the sails of Shed and Kabito's, like, reveal after the fact. Because they had a great reveal. But it takes some wind out of the sails to find out, like, oh, they're actually weaker than Goku, Gohan, and Vegeta. Um. Though it does raise this, like, interesting, like, wow, they're they're literally stronger than God. I mean, it is an extremely funny bit. Oh, yeah. But that, that comes down to sometimes Toriyama does a bit at the expense of uh, drama and world building. Like, I think um, I think this is, like, I think what he actually does here is good. Mm-hmm, and yeah. everything, it's just very, I don't know why it isn't just, like, I, I just, I'd be fine with, like, them not being there as well or just someone else. Like, I don't know why he had to be, like, All right, I gotta make Kabito and this guy kill Kabito and spit on uh, Piccolo and Chris. just like I'm like okay I I kind of get it but I, I, mm-hmm. it feels like we're just we're really reaching for us to get invested 
but still trying to be like these guys are really strong. Well, I can whole, understand. The whole joke yeah. is that that Piccolo or not Piccolo, Goku, Vegeta, and Gohan are just so stupidly powerful that they're off the scale of even a galactic scale at this point. Yeah. Which, uh, I guess to, to bring us up to speed with the audience, uh, essentially everybody flies over, they get the lowdown on Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo, uh, Videl falls behind because she can't keep up key-wise with how Which, fast like, they're all trying to fly. I was really disappointed, but then I realized that if she did show up, she was just gonna be turned to stone, and then you, then you just get, like, fridged a second time in, like, three days. Yeah. Which but would be I funny, also but also not great character stuff. So I guess no, I, I guess this is the more graceful exit. <laughs> Videl is like the, the next character I would love to see get <laughs> brought up to speed with everybody. It won't happen, but I would love it. Um, I feel like of all the female characters in the Z-Warriors, 18 is the most likely to get a power bump. Like if 17 could, 18 could. <laughs> she doesn't um, need it. She's already on par with the strongest beings in the multiverse. <laughs> that's true uh it's so cool anyway um they they fly up and they see yamu and spopovich delivering the energy to Bobbity and Debora. which this is when we meet Bobbity and Debora and see them what they look like i have just kind of kept... up a pool is here yeah fucked up a pool also known as pui pui <laughs> Where it's kind of like, what if a pool's head was like a helmet? Um, just kind of like a an up armored a pool. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you mean a pool? And <laughs> yeah, and then we have Bobbity, who sort of looks like where Yoda and ET meet. Yes, and that's actually a where very if, good description. What if mm-hmm. Yoda was more ball sack shaped? Somehow. <laughs> that's that's also an apt description. And even He's more scrotified Yoda. Yeah. And he wears like a similar-ish getup, honestly. Like he's got like little robes with like I think there's a hood on his robe, but he doesn't have it up. Like he just kinda has it. He's uh, just a weird this. little guy. I will say this for this character design. It's literally perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't I know will if say you can top Bobbity's character design. It's a literal perfect design. I will say it does evoke evil like otherworldly wizard it's evil wizard without being like the evil wizard you've ever seen before you look it's, at him and you just instantly get it but it's also different from everything you'd picture it's kind of i mean like we've talked about before that toriyama is when he's on his a game is great at character design work and this is a good example i would actually say yeah i've seen many alien exactly wizards this is my favorite alien evil wizard <laughs> Oh, yeah. Love him. Um, And he's just such a huge sack of shit. (laughs) Yeah, he immediately, like, the first thing he does, Yamu and Spopovich hand over the material, which was exactly what, like, they asked him to do. And they're like, ah, yes, perfect. Because that's what Bobbity sounds like. (laughs) Thank you very much. Here's your reward. And just fucking explodes Yamu immediately Uh, with magic. This is the start of the next episode. Oh, Sorry. Um, anyway, just for just for so the start of the next episode, yeah. yeah, start of the next episode, episode 115, Bobbity blows up fucking uh, Yamu. Or right? Spopovich Does he first. Yamu or Spopovich first, okay, yeah. then Yamu, which Yamu. is just uh, he, terrifying. Yeah, he blows up 
yeah, uh, Spopovich. Yeah, and he does it, like, basically exploding him from the inside. Like, this is fucking horrifying. Uh... And then there's Deborah next to him, which Deborah looks like the character that if I said Mr. Satan, that is who you would picture first. <laughs> it's just the devil. <laughs> He's straight up just the devil. He's the devil in a big blue puffy outfit. And um, he's an elf. <laughs> he, yeah. He it does sort of look like fucking bat ears I've ever seen a human being constructed with. Yeah. Which they're like, he's the king of the demon realm and a demon. <laughs> And you know, Which, like, we haven't seen a demon since Demon King Piccolo, and even he turned well, turned out to be an alien this entire time. Yeah, but Deborah is an actual demon. <laughs> uh, as far as I can tell, he kind of, because he's, he's got like pink skin and everything, if you look at him and you look at Shen and Kabito, he sort of evokes a similar idea, but with horns and a more angular, mm-hmm. like sharper face. But you see, I Shen, and like, K- Shen and Kabito are from the other world. Deborah's from the demon world. Totally uh-huh. different sides of the galaxy. <sighs> is the demon world just another planet that you can go to? Shen I, and Kabito. Shen and Kabito are core people, thank you. Uh, they <laughs> fall from a big tree and eventually become a Kai or a Supreme Kai. <sighs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, welcome to me, like, knowing just enough more to be above the average Dragon Ball fan, but less <laughs> than if, like, a member of, like, Team Four Star walked up to me. They would school me like someone. The, team Four Star's like the people who read the Dragon Ball equivalent of the Cimmerillion, and I'm like the guy who read synopsis from the Cimmerillion. I'm I'm somewhere ah, around. So there. you made the same decision. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you read the Wikipedia. Think... Wikipedia. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> what yeah, I don't yeah. remember is if the demon people are core people as well who like become demons. Because when you look at Dabura next to, like, Shen and Kabito, you could see a connection. Like, if you added horns and elongated, like, their ears, they look very similar. Which I know is, like, if you add two very big character design elements, but I'm like, you could see how they might have, like, a like a common ancestry that they split off from. Mm-hmm. Um... He also, because we watch these dubbed, which I, I know we've established very early on, Deborah's voice in the dub is cool as shit. I wish I could make my voice sound this, like, gravelly and evil. Yes. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head who voices Deborah. It's, like, but... gravelly, evil, and also, like, really slick and smooth when he's speaking. Yeah, he, it's like the he person sounds like who a went demon to voice king. him. Exactly. <laughs> like, he sounds regal, but evil and it's such a good vocal print for this character um just 10 out of 10 every time i hear Deborah in any dragon ball dub content i'm like yeah this is like a perfect casting this is exactly what this character should sound like um and yeah so Deborah is there uh and then there's pui pui there oh uh, rick kills. robertson is the voice actor nice good job rick robertson uh, and good casting, everyone who decided to put Rick Robertson in that role, and good directing. <laughs> anyway, uh, Yamu flies off because he's realizing, like, oh shit, I'm gonna die. And Pui Pui, I think Pui Pui is the one that kills Spopovich? Or kills Yamu? Yeah, yeah I think he does a pretty cool training shot mm-hmm. on him. Yeah, he does, th- I called it, he dirty fireworks, Tim. Pretty much. <laughs> the- <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it's a very similar move to when Vegeta did that, which Dirty Fireworks is still one of the best and brutalest names a move has ever gotten in Dragon Ball. Uh, <laughs> very few moves get a name that goes that hard. Uh, we're gonna, There's going to be one and, that comes up soon that I think goes that hard. <laughs> we'll get there. But uh, yeah really establish quickly that it's a bad idea to work for Bobbity because it seems <laughs> like this is the end point. Like, it has to be, it cannot be overstated that Spopovich and Yamu did everything did right. In, and, like, even skipping ahead eyes. a little bit, when Bobbity, like, plugs in the juice into, into Boo's egg, he's like, oh, shit, that was, like, half of what I needed. Oh, God, did I fuck yeah. up and fight? Oh, God, their work ethic is incredible. Did I fuck up? Should I have kept them? yeah. It is in this scene that Bobbity's just like, I love seeing strong people be scared, which is a hell of a, <laughs> like, evil guy thing to say. It's cool as hell, honestly, if you're trying to make your dude sound evil. Also, like, when he it blew is... up Spopovich, he's like, I'll never get tired of hearing the boom. It's a great noise, sir. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, they, they do do a good job being like, these people are fucked up evil. I really uh, like just right uh, Bobbity's... Or it's Bobbity, right? Yeah, Bobbity's mm -hmm. um, yeah. like characterization is like this kind of like parental, uh, like like manipulative parental figure to all of them. So mm -hmm. He treats all mm -hmm. of them as like his kids in a way. Yeah, like is he like he's he's like he's definitely like their leader, but he treat he acts more like adultish, daddish like their children. To them. Yeah, but it's like it's very manipulative at the same time. The way he like communicates to them, it's real. It's actually quite interesting and like weird and i i just like that characterization as like a a very manipulative like parental figure because he's the one who imbues them with power and everything and can apparently pop it at will too yeah and it it does a good job of showing you why someone would start working for him in that he is able to like sell you on what you want like that kind of faustian sort mm -hmm. of character dynamic and you can believe how someone would believe it and how, like, if he's treating everybody this way up until he blows them up, then, like, of course they're going to be like, well, it's not going to be me that gets blown up. <laughs> Obviously. Like, when I yeah. So, yeah, no, like, Bobbity is an interesting villain. He's much more, like, calculating and manipulative than a lot of our other villains. Like, Frieza wasn't really manipulative. Frieza is just like, uh, do this or I kill you. Mm -hmm. I guess you could say that's a form of manipulation, but it's not very uh I don't know if it's manipulation. I think that's just that's a trade deal. I offer yeah. you your life. <laughs> <laughs> you I give receive me your the time. shit I want, you get your life. Yeah. You get me killing you later, probably, but not right now. <laughs> um I do love though the the part that I love about this scene in terms of like staging and setting stakes and setting tension is that we stick on Bobbity and Debra for a really long time. Yeah, they're our point of view character to... for the first, like, ten minutes of this episode. Yeah, because they blow up Spopovich and Yamu, and then they're just standing there, and then, like, after a moment, Bobbity's like, it seems we have visitors. Like, establishing that even though everyone is trying to keep their key down, they know they're there. Mm -hmm. They can still sense them. They still feel them. Debra is... Uh, I think is the one that names how many people are there. Yeah. Um... Which is, it, it's, it makes this really, like, interesting, dramatic irony in this scene. is like, everyone's doing the thing that usually works. Like, keep your key down, hide, and then you can surprise them. It's not gonna work on Tupper and Bobbity. They're ready for them. But they're also, like, calculating and 
clear-headed enough that they're like, all right, well, how do we want to handle this? Pui Pui, you're going to be round one when we get them into the <laughs> ship. Deborah, you're going to go up, rile them up, bring them back inside. I'm going to head down and put this energy into Boo. All right, break. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm simplifying the scene down. It's really well executed, um, especially in this dub. Because, like, we don't, we don't do this kind of scene often of the, like, you know, the Hitchcock thing of, like, showing you the bomb under the table makes the scene more tense because you know there's a bomb and it's going to go off even when mm-hmm. the characters don't. That's kind of what we're doing here of, like, none of our characters, our heroes, know that Bobbity and Debra can still sense them. And yeah. Bobbity and Debra are doing a good job of not letting on that they know they're there. And they also know how to just play them like a damn fiddle. Because Debra's yeah. like, well, I'll go in, I'll I'll disable the weaker ones, and then I'll make like a come-hither walk as I walk back inside. And the Saiyans will have no choice but to follow me over Shin's protestations. And then it happens, he turns Krillin and Piccolo to stone, mocks them, jumps inside, and then the Saiyans rush after him despite Shin going, no, don't. Yeah, I love that literally Bobbity even says, like, uh, the Grand Kai will probably be the one that tells them not to, but they he can't control them. And literally exactly what Bobbity says will happen happens. <laughs> There's um, only one big problem with this plan. Um, they're them. Yeah. Yeah, what Bobby, <laughs> the only thing that, yeah. I would say an interesting setup in this part of the arc is we have villains who are not, at the very least, from their perspective, not underestimating their opponents. Mm-hmm. They still are, but they're not underestimated because they're like, you're weak and nothing. It's just they're like, I didn't know anyone could get this strong. Well, no, yeah, they are they definitely, did. no, no, they are definitely thinking they're weak and strong. They're like, oh, they're not super weak. They got Supreme Kai. Yeah. But, eh, they're pretty weak. They can't be as strong as Pui Pui. Yeah, they know um, they're strong because the whole point is that they're strong so they can beat the piss out of them. So they can harvest the pain energy or whatever to resurrect Boo. Yeah. So they have to be, like, base level still really strong. They just don't know they're dummy strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, they're like, oh, they're strong, but Pui Pui is, like, literally gonna be, like, clowning them. Where, like, Pui yeah. Pui is literally the clown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think he... I, I feel like... I get. I got an impression from the way Deborah and Bobbity are talking that, like, while Bobbity's selling this to Pui Pui is like, you've got this. He kind of, like, talks to Deborah and he's like, eh, Pui Pui might be able to get a little bit of energy out of him and then round two will happen. <laughs> like, I think there's some degree I think there's like, a moment when they're like, well, don't worry, Pui Pui's, like, powering up. He's gonna do it. Like, okay, hmm. Pui Pui's just messing with him. There are multiple moments where they're like, nah, don't worry, Pui Pui got this. Yeah, but that's when they jump down into the spaceship we get to the first level of Bobbity's spaceship, and the door closes behind everyone. Pui Pui comes out to talk some shit, and Goku just to his face is like, you are not as strong as you think you are. <laughs> Which I was is like, huh, that's really funny. it, huh? All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Bobbity... Uh, Bobbity's just like, after he's put everything in, he's like, oh, damn, we got a lot of energy out of Gohan, but I'm sure that Pui Pui will still do okay. Turns around, the Z-Warriors are just playing rock, paper, scissors to (laughs) determine who gets to fight. Yeah, which I love that they're sitting there looking at this. 
uh, Pui Pui's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And they're just like, hold on, give us a second. The <laughs> Grand Shen is like, why don't y'all all fight him at once? Like, no, 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 that'll be boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please, there's a process. You're Look, you're new Pui- here. We don't really do that. <laughs> yeah. And Shen is just like, what? They're just coming in like this? This is fucked up. Um, <laughs> and this is when Pui Pui establishes the pain thing. He's like... I every time you take damage, Boo will get your energy, and Go- Vegeta's just like, oh, uh, which Vegeta wins the rock paper scissors, by the way. So Vegeta's up against Pui Pui, just like, oh, okay, so I just yeah. need to not get hit. Yeah, Pui Pui's which, like, ah, if I hit you, you'll wake up Boo, Boo and Vegeta just hits him with the if. Hmm. If statement activated. It is- there is a hell of a, like, they do an interesting job with the characterizations of Bobbity and Deborah, and they're fun. I love watching Goku, Gohan, and Vegeta treating this as a vacation, because for them, so far, it is. I mean, Vegeta's not even going Super Saiyan for this fight. This fight is nothing. Yeah. So, like, Pui Pui tries to be like, ha, uh, this is the end of 115, start of 116, by the way. Uh, How does Pui Pui laugh, like, Thomas, by the way? He's like, ah, I don't know. I don't quite remember. The, He's more of a pui 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 he he very quickly kind of laugh. More of a pui 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 pui. Yeah, more of a pui pui. Yeah. <laughs> laughing like a fucking One Piece character. Yeah, yes. It really does. Speaking um, of, I I didn't look it up. I think whoever voices pui pui is the same person that voices Buggy in the funny, like, Funimation dub of One Piece, because it sounds the same to God, me. God, that would be good. Yeah. Um, Buggy, the opposite of a jobber, <laughs> or more, <laughs> Buggy is the king of jobbers, where he found a way to be a jobber and yet become the most important person. I don't think, I don't think Buggy was a jobber. I think Because Buggy and Luffy have only fought one time, right? That is true. Yeah, Luffy won. Yeah, that one fight. No, he was not, not a jobber, he fucked easy. up Luffy. That was a tough fight. Hmm. The jobber, the just, jobber it, in all these scenarios is fucking Axe Hand Morgan. <laughs> that is true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Axam Morgan's there to establish that the Navy is not always good. Um, and and which, can get like, fucked you know, up by obviously. a fucking gum gum pistol. <laughs> yeah, what we later learn is the Navy is not good. <laughs> That's full stop. Um, I like Smoker. Not that so we needed help. Pro Smoker. Smoker kicks ass. Yeah. Smoker is uh, Smoker and Fujitora are the only like good people. What about Garp? Huh? All... I know about Garp. Garp good. <laughs> Garp. Seems like he. Are wants there a few to good men good, within this navy? Consistently, yeah. <laughs> well, God. Anyway, and you're right. Uh, Pui and Buggy are the same voice actor. Sweet. As well as Helmeppo. Um, also, oh yeah, sense. he took over for it because Helmeppo is initially voiced by Troy Baker it's in the so animation funny. dub. Every time yeah. <laughs> I learn that again, it's so funny. Yeah. Eventually, it it changed because he stopped doing dubs. Um, as but now we begin the Pui Pui clowning session <laughs> as everyone looks on horrified except for the t- the two other ding-dongs who knew this would happen. Yeah, as Vegeta is just not even breaking a sweat here. Uh, and that's when they're like, hey, um, do we want to give Pui Pui home field advantage? And he's like, oh, yes, of course. So from <laughs> where Bobbity's standing, he goes, and I'm pretty sure I heard this right, as he yells, Abada Kada? No, it's Papara yeah, like Papa. That. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, uh, I thought he yelled Abada Kada. No, like it's, Abada it's just Kadab- a bunch of peas. Abracadabra. That's funny. Either way, it's funny. Um, 
and they transport them to Pui Pui's home planet, but like a weird pocket dimension version of it, where they're there, but they're also still in the spaceship. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of, or at least the 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 door of the spaceship is still on the floor. And Goku's just um, like almost completely checked out of the out. He's just like, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, Shen's literally like, holy shit, they've given him the home field advantage. And Goku's like, neat. <laughs> and then that's when Pui Pui delivers what becomes one of the funniest payoffs to the gravity training shit. Which is Pui Pui being like, ha, you'll never be able to succeed. This planet has ten times the gravity of Earth. <laughs> which we have watched Vegeta training at over a hundred times the gravity of Earth. I think at we're this over... Point. Way over 100. Yeah, I think he's done. Like, I want to say at least, yeah, at least 300, if not above that. Now he um, did basically shatter his spine when he went to 300, but that was back in Cell, so he's probably gotten better. Yeah, yeah. This boy's this cracking is, 500 yeah. easy now. Maybe a thousand <laughs> if he's hitting two. You know, he's hitting Super <laughs> Saiyan two. This man, this man is, doesn't even does, isn't even feeling five times. And like, doesn't Pui Pui do some like acrobatic shit to be like, ah, you'll never oh, be able to literally... catch me? And the Vegeta's just like doing his little jog warm up. And he's like, all right, we doing this or not? Yeah, that happens this is once. One of those this, rare... how, this is how this fight yeah. goes perfectly. I'll just describe. It. I, I love. I like mm-hmm. this fight a lot. There is Go the first it. the oh, clowning great. session of Pui Pui, which is Pui Pui's like, I'm gonna fucking destroy you, Vegeta. I'm whatever, <laughs> and then uh, just gets hit a, mo- a monumental amount of times by Vegeta. And then, then, then Bobby's like, fuck it. Okay, we're going to do the thing where I change the environment because I got to give Pui Pui our home field advantage. Um, Pui Pui gets up, teeth knocked out, beat to shit, and is like, now is my time. And then obviously makes fun of Vegeta because he can't, he's quaking. He can't actually move. He just looks tough right now, <laughs> but he can't move because the gravity's so strong. And then he beats. Pui Pui again, and Pui Pui gets thrown into a rock so hard it blows the rock up, and then Vegeta's just doing, like, the light jogging steps <laughs> as he's like, you'd have to really bump it up a few more notches before you made me break a sweat, and then dashes in and then puts two puts two hands on Pui Pui and blows him up. <laughs> yeah, he literally, I wrote he Zarbond him, because I he think this is the same him. move he it killed really Zarbond is. with. But, like... Yeah, the little Vegeta's bouncy little feet kicks after, like, he just clowned on him is by far one of the most (laughs) disrespectful taunts that has ever been or ever will be used in Dragon Ball. And, like, when Poopy's dead, Vegeta's so pissed that he's just like, that was it? Are are you shitting me? (laughs) Which, yeah, I love when Vegeta gets to be cocky and win. (laughs) <laughs> like this won't happen all the time in fact it happens mostly like vegeta's cocky and then gets his ass kicked but vegeta <laughs> didn't do the thumb pose so he was fine he's still safe yeah i mean the, the really sad thing is vegeta wasn't even really i mean he was cocky but he was more just sad that this had yeah. to happen this way it's just disappointing like, son of a bitch. well he was he was cocky and having fun with it until he realized he had killed Pui Pui already. He's he was like, like, of course, what? of course I drew the short straw. Yeah. Game and show, then, more so, like a lame like, show. Yeah, I also wrote that line down. That was a fucking funny but stupid <laughs> line. And that was like, their mouths were off camera, like off panel. <laughs> so like, definitely, I don't know if there was any line close to that or if they fully improv this line in, but <laughs> love it. Uh... I did write Vegeta really is a dad now when he said this. <laughs> uh, 
And then, yeah, another shot of Shen being like, how the fuck are they having so much fun with this? This is fucked up how much fun they're having with like, this. Then we cut back to, like, Bobby and Deborah, and they're like, how, okay, what the fuck? And he's like, I don't know, my lord. Our, our data 300 years ago suggested nobody this strong was on this planet. <laughs> yeah, such a funny bit. He's like, it, it's only been a measly 300 years. How could this have changed so drastically? It puts, like, it's like very funny Roshi because as like, the strongest. Yeah, Roshi, question mark, Gohan, if he was still alive. Like, um, Grandpa Gohan. Grandpa Gohan, yeah. 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 Or like, Mutai, this is when Mutaido and, like, Piccolo the first was kicking around. Yeah, you'd, be, you'd say Piccolo. you put yeah. Piccolo. It would easily be Good. outclassed by Pui Pui. But now, like, I don't know how Shin, God bless him, he's like, how are you not taking this seriously? It's Pui Pui. I'm like, D do you know how strong Pui Pui is compared to Vegeta? Like, <laughs> have you heard of Pui Pui, but not Pri Vegeta, Prince of the Saiyans, Goku, Killer of Frieza? Like, it's very funny, because just a little bit ahead, Shin, Shin's like, I, but Deburra's here, and he's, like, super powerful, and Goku's like, yeah, we clocked him to about we're on the level of Cell, and we're, like, a lot stronger now, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all like, each of us could kill Cell at this point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which we then get them being like, all right, look, we'd usually save Yakon for later, but let's get Yakon out there now. Like, these guys are, we really, we really screwed the pooch on this one. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think we went over what the, the system here is. There are, they're in a embedded spaceship. The spaceship is embedded in mm -hmm. the ground. It's like a little house on top. Uh -huh. And they have to fight down levels of yeah, it. Yeah, they descend because a level they, of hell. Each if level. If they attack the ship, there's a chance it could prematurely release Boo without all the energy, which is like the best idea ever for them to win. It really but is. I don't think any of the, but they all think they can just beat Boo and Shin's like Boo's too powerful in general, where mm -hmm. if they release Boo at full energy though, that would be the actual bad thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Saiyans yeah. are jonesing for a fight and Shin's too stupid to take the win. Yeah, there's there's yeah, there's two funny problems. Shin is accurate in going Boo is too strong for them. Uh but Shin is inaccurate in knowing how strong Boo actually is and how strong the Saiyans are. And the Saiyans are like, Well, Shin told me this guy's really strong. I literally just put Didn't two hands try. on him and blew him up. And Goku's gonna fight the next person and he's gonna be like, just suck me off and that'll destroy him. <laughs> um <laughs> So like I hate accurate. I hate that you I hate that you phrased it this way even though it's technically correct. The it's best all correct. correct. All I could think of yeah. were dirty sexual puns for all three episodes. So that's where I'm at with my life. <laughs> I mean, that's I I know us. That's where yeah. we're all at. Goku all gets the time. sucked it's off. Vegeta Vegeta drops two loads on Pui, and fucking Krill <laughs> and and um. Piccolo, Piccolo gets spit on and turned fucking rock hard because of it. It's like <laughs> awful for everyone here. And Capito has his black wall, back walls blown out. Yeah, it is. He gets his front walls blown out, my guy. <laughs> he gets my man got a fucking facial. Out. That's what fucking happened. <laughs> From the this Demon episode King of Dragon himself. Ball, Capito gets a facial. <laughs> ah, boom. I hate and love us. <laughs> I love these. Episode titled things. that, you son of a bitch. So if Devura's loogies are turn people to stone, does his cum do it as well? No. 
Yeah, it's just his spit. Oh, uh, it's just his spit just that comes actually just you totally into... weirdo. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look, I'm just I thought it turned into water. <laughs> yeah, the and if he turns, shits on actually you. turns water into wine, it's really weird how this works. <laughs> Deborah's like, I gotta break out my secret technique. Shits in his hand, throws it at him like a baboon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh god what does that do it just hits you it's just shit it's like why would why yeah, would you do like, this you are, you are now covered in demon shit <laughs> and it's like yeah this does suck <laughs> that's probably the strongest move I don't know I hate this I, I wasn't ready for this anymore. I'm going home fuck this yeah, fuck you <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh yeah, this is when they, they come in to face Yakon, which if they immediately transport them to Yakon's home planet, like, <laughs> Bobbity has decided, like, we're not fucking around anymore. Should like, we maybe describe Yakon? I'm sending everybody in their best... Tra- oh, yeah, Yakon's like a weird bug man. Uh, think evil, <laughs> uh, evil gecko monster. I was gonna say somewhere between a gecko monster and, like, uh, what's the what's the Pokemon with the... Scyther. And Scyther. Scyther, yeah. God, he's it's good. It's like where those two things meet. <laughs> just, just didn't even, I didn't even need like a second, just what is the Pokemon? Got it. <laughs> yeah, Plugged we're, we're all mind melded yeah, at this point. Um, this is, if you uh, play Dragon Quest, this is just like one of the main uh, like final villains looking gas guys. True. <laughs> he also has the M of the Majin thing on his stomach instead of on his head. Yeah, he got Maybe on his stomach like is where the brain is. Yeah, he's got it on his stomach. It's just odd to me that he's the only one that gets it somewhere that's not his forehead. It's where the brain's stored. It could be. Uh, and now we're in Yakon's <laughs> terribly on dark planet. Yeah. Which Yakon, that, like, Yakon tries to be super fast in like the pitch black, which they're just like, he's not really fast at all. Um, it's also like, very funny. Uh, they're in the dark. They're in the dark planet. Yakon's doing his thing. Vegeta and Gohan, my or eyes locked onto what Yakon's doing. Shin's like, oh, I can't see anything. And they both look over and they're like, serious? Yeah. As like Yakon tries to get a sneak attack on Goku, and Goku just fucking backhands him. And like Yakon like, could kill the Supreme Kai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's but fucked Goku's up. Like I don't. How weak I don't need Kai to is. see. Yeah, <laughs> Goku's literally like, "I'll have to see you to see you, buddy." Like, I can sense yeah. from the air vibrations you, and the smell, or I can just turn on my light and just pop Super Saiyan. Yeah, Which at this point, it's like Goku is just doing it to do it. Um, yeah, Goku's like, I have fucking three, like five different ways from Sunday to do this. <laughs> like, I can go Super Saiyan. I can, I can detect the air molecules. I can probably detect your key at some point too. You probably can't even hide it that well now at this point. <laughs> I can just hear you. I, I can probably just see the dark if I really want to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did. I did write down the exact thing that they say when Shen like comes up to him and Shen goes, "Can either of you tell me what's going on out there?" And Vegeta just says, "Why can you not?" Yeah, honest. <laughs> like, you serious right now? I. This is yeah. what passes for a god. Okay. And then after Goku explains that he can, like, smell and feel the vibrations, he's like, if I really did want to see you, that's easy. And then then does the worst Super Saiyan transformation of all time. (laughs) Well, you know, his heart's not really into it. He's just kind of doing it as a flex. This one is a literal, I think some animation was cut out or something. He just goes from normal and then is Super Saiyan. 
in a way that I find insanely funny when I watch it. <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll try this to is... cut this out. And if it goes like, ah, and then it goes up and then just cuts to like, see, like the the blue, the Ta-da. yellow light goes up and then it goes, and just turns like no like actual, like it's just like a weird cut in the animation, I think. Or maybe a commercial mm. or something was there. I have no idea, but it looks bad. <laughs> but this and now is, he's a uh, Super Zane. We also get a cut over to Bobbity, who gives us their version of Scouters as he's like, this guy is, it's like, holy shit, Goku at Super Saiyan 1 is 3,000 keelys. Which, oh, no, we, power at levels first are I'm back. like, yeah, that number makes no sense. And then he's like, 300 keelys could destroy a planet. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that at least gives us like a gauge here. Yeah, uh, 300 keelys <laughs> is somewhat strong. Yeah, but that's when Yakon literally eats Goku's Super Saiyan. Suck the like, Super Yakon Saiyan him, right out of him. Sucks the Super Saiyan out of him. Yeah. Goku gets sucked off until he stops being Super Saiyan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But don't I'm worry, sorry. he's ready to go. He's ready to go again. Yeah. That's what the pills Immediately for. turns back over, goes up, and then just keeps ramping his key as Yakon keeps on sucking. See, yeah, I thought up. Goku was doing this so they could pump up Yakon so he could get like a good fight out of him. Yeah, because Gohan does tell Goku, like, he's going to get stronger. And he's like, oh, and then turns Super Saiyan again. (laughs) (laughs) Which is kind of what I thought, too. And maybe that was, like, Goku's intent somewhere. But Goku does eventually just overwhelm how much Yakon can absorb. And Yakon explodes from the inside. Doesn't even have to hit him. Making this, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure this makes this technically the first uh, villain in Dragon Ball Z that Goku is just straight up killed. Yep. Cause, yeah, because he didn't kill Frieza. I mean, he like tried did. really hard to kill Frieza. True, but attempted no, he murder is He said, Frieza, I'll murder. leave. Yeah, and then well, Frieza then stabbed him, him in the back, and then he blew him up. That's true. He, Frieza, yeah. That's true. Goku did kill Frieza. Yeah, it's just that, like, Frieza didn't die. He got turned <laughs> yeah. into Mecha Frieza. Unfortunately, he scuffed the job, but, you know. Hmm. So this is the only villain that Goku killed and, like, it stuck. It's also, like, a weirdly underhanded way from Goku. Because he, like, yeah. didn't even really which, fight him. He's just like, okay, well, I can kill you without even doing anything with you. Bye. Yeah, which is why I'm like, maybe Goku's intent was to just power him up. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's that's reading beyond the text. That is not in the text. Well, I think it's literally, they, li- well, I mean, Vegeta just, just they, they always the game. He goes, like, goes, like, you're gonna make him stronger, and Vegeta's like, "Shut up, Gohan! Like your dad's a lot of things, but he's not an idiot. He like he's fine. Like yeah. anything, Goku's like, oh, he'll just kill himself. He's like, fuck it, I'll let him do it. He's like, this is a funny bit. <laughs> this for is gonna me. be like, funny. I think Goku. I think legit Goku's like, this is a funny bit for me. If if this happens, that's his fault. Like I, who cares? <laughs> just no reasoning with him. Yeah, like Yakon already sucks. I'm not even gonna have a challenge fighting this guy. We were fighting two seconds ago. I was in base form. Getting to Super <laughs> Saiyan 1 is at least, like, that's the sweat level. Mm-hmm. That's when the first sweat is broken. It's at least I'm got, having some like, fun Getting here. out of the bed for Super Saiyan 1. Yeah. Because remember, yeah, they're thinking right now, Goku's thinking, Goku I might have to go up. all out if I fight Vegeta. That's where he's at. That's where he wants to be right now. Mm-hmm. And Yakon, you literally don't have to go out. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, throw a rock at him from inside the house to leave. Literally fighting him with his eyes closed. <laughs> well, he gets sucked off God. and dies. Yakon. Yeah, no, he sucks him off. And yeah, dies. Yo, yeah. Yakon gives one final blow and dies. 
Mm. And then that's the end of episode. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the end it. of these episodes. I mean, all, yeah. the, all the Saiyans decidedly unimpressed, and Shin, meanwhile, would be shitting himself if he could, sh- if he could shit. He might be able to shit. I don't, I don't know if we've eats. ever completely established if the core people shit or not. Have you ever seen him eat? I'm just saying it's... No. Well, then he can't shit. What if he just produced shit without eating? Mm, it'd be breaking the laws of physics. Oof. Nah. Nah, I've declared it. Fine. Oh, okay. uh, these episodes are good. There's not a whole lot yeah. to talk about them, though. Yeah, they're yeah, great. They're great. I, big... I truly enjoyed this show. Yeah. yeah. All mm-hmm. There's a a big exposition dump right up top uh, because, well, we got to get we got to get into this. Um, Now that the arc has completely changed from a tournament to <laughs> a uh, a more, you know, the world is at stakes kind of thing. I can see where the kind the of stakes... scatterbrain approach is coming from, because at first it's like superhero stuff. Now we're doing a tournament. And now, oh no, the plot's happening. Well, and now yeah. we're doing like you have to go down certain layers and fight enemies, but actually these enemies kind of suck. So is it really that good mm-hmm. of a like new tournament style <laughs> thing? And don't worry, we're gonna go back to the tournament. Like eighteen and and the, the, the mysterious masked man is going to be fighting. Um, I think that's the next episode. Yeah. So like, oh, do we cut away from this? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. We go back to yeah. that. That's still happening. We got to see how uh, two toddlers sat on top of each other and 18 <laughs> fight Mr. Shane and how Miss Shane deals with that. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just where we're at. But I don't know why we didn't just, like, finish the tournament and then go do... Like, I think it'd be really good. Like, in my brain, it could literally just be... I don't know why he doesn't just be like, there are these weird things happening and... Instead of just having to stab someone to get the energy, mm-hmm. why don't they just get the energy from from the strong people fighting like they were going yeah, to? Like like a weird, just like a weird air, like it's like a weird fucking like, dehumidifier. They just I could see get the energy. I could see why you wouldn't do that because then you'd have because the title match of this tournament would be Goku and Vegeta fighting, and they put that in the first yeah. round. But you can just move that to the championship and then have that interrupted by the Majin shit, which explains why Vegeta's so eager to get back to it, because he wants his fight with Goku. Yeah. So it still works if you just have the tournament. Or you could even do, like, normal, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, like, there's some Majin shit going on, and that's when the Supreme Court's like, I, we we can sense Boo's being awakened, he's the greatest evil Goku, we, we really need you and your son to deal with this, and Vegeta can come too. And that's when Bobby's <laughs> like, well, I'll just go, I can just sense the, the evil in Vegeta heart, we're just gonna, we're gonna cut to it. I mean, like, uh, only people pure of heart can withstand Bobby's influence. Vegeta, get over here. Yeah, Vegeta buddy. God. Love that. And then we would just have, like, a normal, fun afternoon fight that then escalates into, like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Because I don't think... I, Pui and Yakon have, have not done anything for me besides remind me that it turns out Goku and Vegeta, oh, they're actually kind of strong. Like to fuck around. Yeah, they're pretty tough guys. And you could even just have Deborah in the tournament for the fun of it. And I think that would mm-hmm. be way more interesting than just having Pui, Pui and Yakon even fucking be in the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't give a fuck about that guy I'll be honest what Pui Pui and Yakon yeah I, think, I like Deborah no. just because he's a cool guy 
Deborah's a cool character design. A fun yeah, character. we could have had Deborah in there instead of Kabito. Honestly, yeah. Who doesn't do that anything? Made sense. Like, yeah, I think that would also make, in some way, make more sense. Or you'd have, like, Sapopovich and then, but they'd just be, like, background characters that then mm -hmm. Videl can fight or something and actually have a good fight with. That would be, like, off tournament grounds, try to stop this Bobbity stuff while everyone else is moving up the tournament ladder. To some reason, like, some things are happening, you know, people are figuring out. And then that can just, like, slowly lead to, like, Debura and Gohan and, like, all the people fighting out who would be probably an okay fight to happen. And that'd be just more interesting. And just have them have a little more, mm -hmm. everyone have a little more knowledge would be okay. Because now we're at the point where, like, we, you just, you're just like, okay, yep, they're clowning, they're clowning, they're clowning. We're going to get to the actual fight soon, hopefully. Like, I'm hoping Debura versus Gohan is good, unless there's some third guy they're going to bring up. I think there's a third guy. There's a third guy. Uh-huh. Who's a third so, I don't guy. know if Deburo actually, if Deburo even fights anybody. I thought Deburo fought Gohan. Maybe. I, I, don't, re I don't remember yeah. who Gohan fights. Deburo. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. I'm just wrong. He will then. fight Deburo. Yeah. Well, sucks for Gohan. Like, He's the weakest of the three. And fights the strongest <laughs> person <laughs> here. Well, I guess, you know, Goku and Vegeta will fight, which... That's like a highlight. From my memories of watching these chapters, like Majin Vegeta versus Goku is a good ass fight. So That's looking forward to says. when we get to that. Yeah. But uh yeah, I feel like that kind of does it for this. Yep. Shorter episode today, but that's alright. Oh, it's fine. We're it, it's still good. Like I'm still enjoying the pacing of all these episodes and whatnot. So I'm waiting for it to fall off. I'm just waiting. Just stop waiting. Enjoy the ride. Same. That's what I'm doing. I, I think these next three will be fun, too. I think, like, mm -hmm. going back to the yeah. tournament to deal with 18 and the children's shenanigans and then Gohan <laughs> fighting Nabura, which is what I think it actually is, I will. I think that'll be good. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. fucking Bye, it's everybody. all off the rails. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then we'll get to, yeah, we'll get to the villain, villain of the arc. Bye, everyone. See you. Goodbye.